Curry with the shot, Ben cooking with the sauce, Chef Curry with the pot, boy. Live from the 301, live from the pot. I want to welcome my audience to episode number 176 of Curry and the Pot. I'm your host, I'm your guy, Mike Curry, and I'm back with another episode, man. You missed last week's episode. It's kind of old news, but if you want to do me a solid, man, and go run up the numbers, man, I would appreciate that, too. But before we hop into today's episode, i got a couple of things that I want to announce. And the first thing I'm going to announce is if you haven't already resubscribed, because I had to get a new RSS channel about a month and a half ago. And I realized, you know, my plays have kind of went down a little bit. But please make sure you go do me a solid and resubscribe wherever you listen to. I'm available on all platforms. So SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Himalaya, um, iHeart, wherever you get your podcasts, I'm there. So if you can do me a solid and go resubscribe, that will really mean a lot. That way you'll get the notifications on when I drop. Another thing I want to announce is, you know, the group Annie Up Consulting that I'm a part of. Uh, I had them on around the NCAA tournament, my guy Mark P and my guy Rome. And I'm a part of their Monday morning podcast, me, Mark, and shout out to Jordan. She's on there as well. And we do a Monday morning podcast and we discuss best bets. We also discuss the marquee games that happen during the Sunday slate. And if you just want to get into some gambling, maybe make, make a little extra money, man, please go, go, go check that out, man. I'll definitely... I'll keep you guys informed. I've been dropping that stuff on my social media. But yeah, and also this past week, I was on week three of the main podcast, What's the Line podcast, and I was able to give out some best bets and chop it over my guys, Rome, Keith, and of course, Mark P. And we basically just talked about the whole week three slate, you know, some lean, some best bets, some teaser plays as well. So yeah, make sure you guys go check that out. Uh, but let's get into this week's episode, man. So last week was another good week in the NFL. Uh, week two was in the books, is now in the rear view. On the picks, I did good. I did better than week one. I went 10 and 6. And I actually thought I went worse. I thought I went like 9 and 7. But I just looked. I went 10 and 6. So bravo, bravo. Uh, we are back. We are back. So let's recap week two while we're at it. So last week was another good week in the NFL. Another exciting week, rather. And we had <laughs> we had a Thursday nighter. We had the Washington football team taking on the New York Giants. I actually picked this game correctly. Giants should have won if you watched the game, if you looked at it. But I want to I wanna shout out and stamp Taylor Heineke. I actually talked about this a little bit last week because I recorded the day after. But I wanted to stamp and shout out to Taylor Heineke, man. A guy whose journey has been really, really different, man. God was literally... Uh, <laughs> at school getting his masters at old demand and he's back he's back you know he was he got was able to start the playoff game against the buccaneers you know had a lot of heineke hype i went to the week one game and as soon as fitzpatrick went down a lot of people were yelling high in the key high in the key you know what i'm saying <laughs> it's just crazy to see a guy get that type of publicity a lot of just a lot of just a lot of love from the fans for a backup quarterback. It's pretty cool. Played really well in week two. Uh, played, he actually played great with the exception of that interception he threw. Like, guy pretty much, had, he almost had a flawless game, uh, you know, with the exception of that interception. But he looked good. Final score in this one was 30-29. to Washington football team, they got out of there with a W. Uh, Dexter Lawrence, what are you doing, man? Uh, let's get into the Sunday slate. Next game, we have the Bears taking on the Bengals. This game was interesting. 
I know a lot of people were believing in the Bengals hype a little bit, you know, after they were able to beat Minnesota, but I didn't buy into it. You know, we saw the Chicago Bears get smacked, you know, on national TV by the, by the Rams, but if you think about it, that was supposed to happen. And if you also think about it, that game was close at one point, like 20 to 14. But that's neither here or there. Andy Dalton got the start, but he got hurt. And Justin Fields came in. My guy, Justin Fields, was also going to start week three. And he he didn't look so good. <laughs> but it was enough for the Bears to get out of there with a win. Joe Burrow threw three interceptions, including a pick six by Roquan Smith. But I don't score in this one was 20 to 17. Next game, Browns, Texans. I first want to start this one, man. And see, I feel bad for Tyrod Taylor. Guy really, guy really endured some bad luck in his career. You know, we all know when he was with the Bills, he got benched for in favor of Nathan Peterman, a guy who threw like six interceptions in the game. Uh, we know, I know about the puncture, um, puncture was it a puncture lung? We all know about that one uh, when he was with the Chargers. They didn't know until right before the game against the Chiefs. And Justin Herbert, that was the birth of Justin Herbert. And now he got hurt again, hurt his hamstring. He's going to be out for a little while. It kind of sucks because I've always been a fan of Tyrod Taylor, even when he was a backup for Joe Flacco and the Ravens. Uh, it's, a, it's tough. But I predicted this game correctly. The Browns were able to get out of there for a win. Baker Mayfield, he got shaken up, but he was able to complete the game. Nick Chubb was able to get into the end zone. Just a nice little balanced game for the Browns. And they got out of there with a W. 31-21 final score. Next game. Rams Colts. I'm really high on the Rams, bro. I truly am. I think this team could possibly dethrone the Buccaneers. They face each other this upcoming Sunday. And it should be interesting, bro. It should be really, really interesting. Uh, they were able to get out of there for win 27 to 24. Carson Wentz got the start. Carson Wentz also got hurt. Where have we heard that one before? But I'm wishing the guy a speedy recovery as he sprained both of his ankles. That is tough. Something you don't really hear a lot. But shout out to Cooper Cup. Him and Matthew Stafford, they've created such a rapport this year. Nine catches, 163 yards, and two touchdowns. Guys really been balling out. Rams were able to win on the road. 27-24 final score. Next game, Bills, Dolphins. Final score in this one was 35 to nothing. And it was never close, man. A Tua, Tua Tungavailoa got injured early in the game. Did not return. Jacoby Brissett came in. Um, didn't look prepared, but I expect him to look more prepared the next matchup against the Raiders. And the Bills just absolutely dominated those guys. They were able to get after him. Stephon Diggs was able to score a touchdown. They pretty much kind of went on cruise control after they got a 14-0 in the first quarter. Got out of there with a 35-0 win. Next game, Patriots, Jets. Um, I'm not surprised at what happened in this game. I'm not. I'm surprised that Zach Wilson threw four interceptions, but I'm not surprised that the Patriots were able to win by 19 points. Final score in this one was 25 to 6. I don't really have much to, to you know recap in this game because haven't you know necessarily been impressed with Mac Jones. I haven't really been impressed, man. To me, the Patriots just did what they were supposed to do. They won 25 to 6. Next game, 49ers, Eagles. This game had a bit of a weird flow. 17 to 11 was the final score. It, it was just weird, bro. But the 49ers, another game where the team just did enough to win. They won this game 17 to 11. That's also a weird score. Next game, Raiders, Steelers. Boy, was I wrong about this one.
you know, I haven't been high on the Steelers for a while, and it's not even it's not even the Steelers team itself. It's Ben Roethlisberger. Guy looks old. He looks bad. He sailed a couple of passes out of bounds where I'm like, bro, what? And it's not like he's escaping the pocket and throwing it away. Like, he's sailing passes out of bounds. He does not look sharp. He looks very old. He looks washed. You know, I talked about this on the season preview in a league where a lot of these teams went young at the quarterback position. The Steelers stuck with Ben Roethlisberger. And I don't, I don't really understand it. Um, Raiders, they've been surprising me, but I don't believe in the hype. They were able to win this game 26-17. Derek Carr hooked up with Henry Ruggs for a long touchdown. Derek Carr got shaken up a bit in this game, too. That's also noteworthy. Final score, though, 26-17. Next game, Panthers, Saints. Now, I expected the Panthers to win. I did not expect this game to go quite like this, but when you factor in the injury to Marshawn Lattimore, and a lot of the Saints coaching staff members were not at the game um, due to COVID. I, it doesn't surprise me. And then it's Jameis Winston as well, who is prone to make bad decisions. I know he had a great week one, but yeah, I don't know. Want to see more? Final score though, 26-7. Panthers got out there with a win. I like what I've seen from Carolina this year so far, man. This is one of my teams that I picked as a surprise team to be good. I actually picked them to be second place in this division. And right now, that's looking good. Next game, Broncos, 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 Jaguars. Final score in this one was 23 to 13. Trevor Lawrence has not been sharp. And I know it's, it's the Jaguars, but he's not looked sharp, man. Threw another pair of picks in this game. Teddy Bridgewater looks solid. The Broncos defense has been very, very sound. And this is a team that I have to finish second place in the AFC West. The vision is going to be really good, man. I can see a lot of different outcomes. Final score in this one was 23-13. Next game, Cardinals, Vikings. Kyler Murray's been looking good, man. I know he had a couple of picks, but he's been looking like the MVP of the league thus far. No, it's only been two games. I know it's only been two games, but he's looked good, man. 400 yards passing. You know, another... Another 31 on the ground, including a rushing touchdown, three passing touchdowns. Guys look good. I know they haven't really played, you know, supreme competition yet, and they haven't played a game in the division yet. But when they do, that should be interesting. But I, I like what I've seen through these first two weeks with the Cardinals. Final score in this one was 34-33. Vikings kicker missed a field goal. Time expired. What a shame. Next game, Buccaneers, Falcons. Final score in this one was 48 to 25. Pretty much what I thought would happen, happened. And <laughs> Matt Ryan threw two pick sixes. One of those wasn't really his fault. But <laughs> final score in this one was 48 to 25. Next game, Cowboy Chargers. Another game I picked correctly. I thought this game would be a shootout, but it actually wasn't. Cowboys were able to put some pressure on Justin Herbert, which I thought was a bit surprising. Um, Chargers have played really, really good in week one, man. Hitting at a like 70% clip on third down. And they won this one, man. Cowboys won this one. I don't know if the Chargers lost this one or did the Cowboys win it. But final score in this one was 20-17. A win is a win. 
Next game, Titans, Seahawks, entertaining game to say the least, especially in the second half. Derrick Henry, he got hot and he got a rhythm going. And when he when he get going like that, he's hard to stop. Got into the end zone, not one, not two, but three times a hat trick from King Henry. And this game was highly entertaining. Russell Wilson threw a couple of touchdowns, had 343 passing yards. It was a it's a bit of a shootout, man. Final score in this one, 33-30. Titans got it done in overtime. And then the Sunday night cap, we had the Chiefs taking on the Ravens. Talked about this one on the Monday morning pod. I thought the Chiefs kind of got complacent. But they had an 11-point lead. And it just the game kind of just slipped away from them, man. They were it got it been getting gutted on the ground. Giving up a hundred an average of 197 yards on the ground. That is very, very concerning if you're the Chiefs. But they did, you know, to their defense, they went up against two of the top rushing teams in all of the NFL. The Ravens and the Browns both like to run the ball, and they both run the ball very, very effectively. But the Chiefs are giving up over seven point yards per play, which is not good. That's horrible. They're going to have to tighten things up if they want to make it back out of the AFC and make it to the Super Bowl. But we'll see. Still very early. Can definitely clean things up. Final score in this one, 36-35. Shout out to my guy, Lamar Jackson. And the Monday Nighter, we had the Packers taking on the Lions. And I don't I don't really know. I don't want to overreact and say, you know, Aaron Rodgers is back and the Packers are back. That's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to clobber the Lions. Even though the Lions had a lead at halftime, you're supposed to clobber the Lions. So don't put too much stock in that. Final score, 35-17. to 17. Aaron Jones did get into the end zone four times. Excuse me. And on to this week. Thursday night and night, we got the Panthers taking on the Texans. Davis Mills is going to get the start for the Houston Texans for the injured Tyrod Taylor. And I'm rolling with Carolina in this one. Sunday slate, Washington football team, Bills. I like the Bills, but... Wouldn't be surprised, man, if Washington football team's defense can get going, and hopefully it can get going because the D-line has not looked good through two weeks, but it's a unit, and the Bills' offensive line is average. But we'll see, man. They cannot let Josh Allen do, <laughs> do, what, do what Daniel Jones is able to do because they're going to lose. They're going to get blown out, and that Bills mafia is going to be in their turn. I like the Bills, though. Next game, Browns-Bears. Justin Fields will get the start. I like the Browns, though, man. This is a team that has an identity. And teams with identity are who I trust. And the Browns also have a habit of beating up on bad teams. So I'm going to roll with the Browns. Next game, Ravens-Lions. like the Ravens to, to continue and start a little win streak, man. I like what the Lions have done thus far. But, you know, I think this is another game where talent is going to matter. No, Lamar Jackson did miss practice, hurt his hip, flipping into the end zone against the Chiefs. But I like the Ravens to get out of there with a W, man. Next game, Colts, Titans. I'm rolling with Tennessee. Rolling with Tennessee in this one. Uh, the Colts, man, I told you I've been down on them. Brutal schedule to start. Looking like Jacob Eason may get the start. We don't know anything official on top. Um, Carson Wentz. But we'll see. I like the Titans, though. Next game, Chargers, Chiefs. I like the Chiefs to bounce back. They should be angry. They should be pissed off. They are going to be back at home at Arrowhead. And should be a good game. I like the Chiefs. Next game, Patriots, Saints. <sighs> I don't know about this one, man. But I'm going to go with the Patriots. Next game, Giants, Falcons. 
I'm going to take Atlanta in this one. Like the Falcons in this one. I like the Giants better on the road. And the Falcons offense is still showing me they, they could put up points. Like the Falcons here. Next game, Bengals, Steelers. It's a tricky one, man. But I'm going to go with Pittsburgh just because I think their defense can get after Joe Burrow. And the Steelers have to realize a sense of urgency. They can't drop another. I'm not going to say they can't drop another game because they only wouldn't want. But Bengals is a team that you should take care of. I'm going to roll with the Steelers. Next game, Cardinals, Jaguars. I'm rocking with Arizona in this one. Uh, this Jaguars team is bad. I don't think Urban Meyer will be back after this season. Could possibly get fired during the season, but I, I, I kind of think the team is quit on him. Trevor Lawrence also has him look sharp through the first two weeks. I like Arizona. Next game, Jets, Broncos. I'm rolling with the Broncos at home. Next game, Buccaneers, Rams. I'm struggling with this one because I want the Rams to win. And obviously, I wouldn't be surprised if either team won. But for betting purposes, I won't get involved in this game. But I want the Rams to win. So, And I think they can win. So it's going to be interesting, man. I'm, I'm going to go with the Rams. Next game, Seahawks-Vikings. It's another tough one. I'm going to take Seattle, though. And then the Sunday nighter. 49ers Packers. I'm going to take the 49ers. And then the Eagles and Cowboys on Monday night. I'm going to take. I'm going to take the Dallas Cowboys. And let's get into some best bets. I dropped these on What's the Line podcast. Uh, you can go check that out. Um, And I'm just going to give them out here, man. So first best bet. I like the Cardinals minus the seven and a half. Just think this is a mismatch. You know, I watched the Broncos defeat this team by 10. And the Broncos are, are not explosive. And they have a couple of playmakers, you know, Tim Patrick, Corlin Sutton. They got Melvin going in the backfield, the rookie Javante Williams. They got Noah fan. But they're not an explosive. Off Teddy Bridgewater, it's not explosive at all. And what I've seen from Kyler Murray... They've been putting up some points. They've been moving the ball. And this is another, this is like a sense of urgency type of thing for the Cardinals. They got to win these games while they can before they start getting into division play. And I just think they can go on the road and they can cover and continue to do what they've been doing. I know they didn't cover the spread versus the Vikings, but this Jaguars team is bad. It's really, really bad. I've already mentioned things about Urban Meyer. I just don't trust him. I just don't. And Chandler Jones and J.J. Watt have been, uh, uh, as good as advertised. That duo has been good. They can definitely put some pressure on the rookie Trevor Lawrence. I like the Cardinals to cover the minus seven and a half. Another best bet I have is the Browns minus the seven points against the Chicago Bears. This is a team in the Browns that have an identity. They want to run the football. I know Jarvis Landry got injured, but they got Odell Beckham Jr. coming back. And, you know, I feel like he could have played in weeks one and two, but he wasn't ready. He wasn't. He, he. He didn't want to go. He wanted to go back out on the field in his own terms. You know, they might bring him along a little slowly, but that's a playmaker. Um, you know, one of the elite when he's healthy. And like I said, regardless of Odell Beckham Jr., the Browns have an identity. They want to run the football. They have a nice defense. I like Miles Garrett, Demian Clowney. I, I like just like that whole defense. It's really good. And you know, they got Justin Fields, a rookie, starting his first game. I think they can definitely get out of there with the cover. I, I see them winning by ten. And then. My final best bet might surprise a couple of people, but I like the 49ers minus the three and a half. 
I know they played the Packers last year, and the Packers won. They got a little bit of revenge. It was a double revenge spot from the previous year where the 49ers just waxed them in the regular season and in the playoffs. But if you look at last year's game, there was no Jimmy Garoppolo. And I know it's Jimmy Garoppolo. He's not amazing, but he's their starting quarterback. They didn't have George Kittle, the best tight end in the league. They didn't have Debo Samuel or Brandon Ayuk or Nick Bosch on the defense side of the ball. And let's not forget... The Packers are still without left tackle David Bakhtiari, and they also have uh, another rookie starting on the offensive line. So I think the 49ers front seven could be key in this game. I don't totally trust that back end. I know Jason Verrett is out. I know Josh Norman is starting. But we'll just have to see how it goes. But I like the 49ers, man. Uh, the, the, the Packers, even when healthy, they struggle with physical teams and athletic defenses. I think this is one of those spots where I got to go with the home team, 49ers minus the three and a half. And that's it. want to thank everybody for listening. want to thank everybody for the continued love and support. I'm your host, I'm your guy, Mike Curry, and I am signing out. Episode number 176 is done. Peace. Actually, no. Before I get out of here, man, the WNBA playoffs are back. And... It's one of the most entertaining type of playoffs you'll see because the way it's set up. So you'll have uh, like the top teams that will get a bye and then the other teams will play like the first set of teams will play in a single elimination. And it, it's intense, bro. If you want to watch some good hoop, some good basketball, you know, you got to get your hoop jones on because NBA is still about three and a half weeks out. But WNBA playoffs is really, really good to watch tonight. The Chicago Sky taking on the Dallas Wings. And if you don't know who the Sky are, they have Candace Parker and um, Diamond the Shields, um, Allie Quigley, just a couple of names that you may have heard of. I know y'all heard of Candace Parker. And she's on the cover at 2K as well. But if you haven't heard of Candace Parker, you just freaking live under a rock. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. Uh, the Phoenix Mercury are also taking on New York Liberty. And that's the team where they have some household names as well, including Diana Taurasi, um, uh, Brittany Griner, as well as Skylar Diggins. I know y'all know who Skylar Diggins is. Uh, and they take on the New York Liberty, who have Sabrina Inesco. And I know y'all probably heard of her, but she's a beast too. And that game's going to be good as well. So I'm going to be tuned in. Single elimination starts tonight. Uh, there's going to be a good couple of games. So make sure I go check it out, man. And now I want to thank everybody for listening. I want to thank everybody for continued love and support. I'm your host, I'm your guy Mike Curry, and I am signing out. Episode number 176 is done. Peace.